Hello, listeners. It's your host, Bella, and this is Day Thoughts, a podcast where I break down and share my opinion on deep topics I find myself contemplating throughout the day. Day Thoughts is centered around open conversation and unique perspectives from both myself and guest speakers about various subjects like mental health, spirituality, and self-help. You can expect to see new episodes available for streaming every Friday. For the next two weeks, we will be exploring the topic of self-love in my self-love series, Loving You. This is episode seven. Stay tuned. Hello, hello, and welcome back, listeners. This is Day Thoughts. I am your host, Bella. And this is actually my second to last episode of my self-love series. Um, So Loving You is an eight-week series, and this is week seven, which means that next week I'm going to be wrapping up this whole thing. But don't go away just yet, because today I'm going to be discussing overcoming societal standards, which I think is absolutely huge in the journey of embracing who you are and learning to let go of other people's standards for who you are or who you should be. And joining me today is the best person that possibly could, my older sister, Avery. She actually illustrated my poetry book. Frosty Buns is her artist name. Um, Just incredibly talented and also just such a huge self-love, embracing who you are advocate. Um, So anyways, We are going to be discussing that today, so if you are interested, stay tuned, and without further ado, let's jump right in. Hey guys, this is my sister Avery. Hi there! (laughs) Um, So, funny story, and previous guest speakers may understand the pain of this, but we actually already recorded this episode, and then when I was in the middle of editing, my computer decided to be silly goofy, and just really goofy. (laughs) It literally just erased the entire episode. So here we are recording again. Um. Anyways, so today we're talking about overcoming societal standards. You know, I think without realizing it, the majority of us tend to feel like we have to live up to a standard, whether it's the standard that society has put on us in general or friends or family or anybody around us has just kind of given this idea that the way we dress, act, talk, the things that we're into, like the hobbies, um, need to be, they need to fit into like a certain box in order to be acceptable. Yeah, uh, a lot of people have this idea that, uh, and it's not just from society too, like you said, it can like easily come from the people you surround yourself with, friends and family. Um, You think you have to fit into this cookie cutter sort of mold shape. If you're you're not loving of who you are in every aspect, that can easily lead to a slew of problems, which can, um, you know, just you're not happy anymore. Like if you're not you, are you really happy? You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think like at least from my experience and from the experience of people that I've talked to, like when you're chasing all these standards and for me, it was, I guess, sort of behavioral, but it was mostly exterior, like my physical appearance, the way that I dressed, looked, all of it. To me, I was pursuing this standard of beauty that I felt would make me feel beautiful. And then it was like, even looking back at old pictures and stuff, it's like, no matter what I did, there was always something that I was thinking, well, okay, so now that I have this, this, and this, if I just had this, I would be perfect. And then I do that thing and I'm still not perfect. And it's almost like this never ending, you know, chasing my tail where it's like, I'm just going in circles 
And then now looking back at those pictures, I'm like, I was already beautiful. Like I, you know, and funny, ironically enough, I actually look back and I'm like, I wish I still looked like that. Or I wish that I hadn't, you know, done this or whatever to change up my look. And it's like, I'm back in the cycle again. Like I'm already, I'm back to wishing I looked a, a different way, even comparing myself to how I looked in the past. Yeah. I, I always, uh, I think it's easy for everyone when we look back at photos of ourselves to kind of like, you know, joke about like, Oh, like I was a crusty little like eight year old or something like that. Um, it's like every day we woke up, you know, we start getting ready and you guys would be like, Oh, my hair looks horrible. And I was like, does it really know? Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, I don't think it does. I think it's easy for us to sort of look into the mirror and pick out what we see wrong, which is something that other people don't see at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I feel like one of the biggest things that impacts the image that we all feel we should live up to is social media. And that is sad to admit because I remember when I was like a preteen, I first started to make social media accounts and it was just like this whole new world. Like I, there was so many, you know, I guess new versions of myself that I could discover, like new hobbies that I didn't know I had or interests that I didn't know I had. And, you know, um, Pinterest was a big one. Like it gave me so much fashion inspiration and it all started out great. And then it turned into the huge thing that it is now where every single person has social media and it's so fake and it's so, you know, filtered, I guess is the word that we honestly are no longer pulling little things that we like and using it to our advantage. We're trying to become a version of ourselves that best fits in with what everybody else is doing or best fits in with the newest and most recent beauty standard. Yeah. It's society, not society, uh, social media is, is such a good thing, but it's such a double edged sword. It's like, on one hand, it's great because it's such a way for people to get in, like in touch with each other. Or even like you said, for simple like hobbies or loves and aspirations, like for fashion and makeup, you know, like those things aren't bad, you know, and that's not the message that we're trying to convey. It's just that when you start to alter who you really are, because what you are, um, digesting from social media that's where the issue starts to rise you know what I mean if you start looking at what society really what they glorify or what they um what they romanticize you know and you start chasing that rather than just staying true to yourself and loving who you are that's when it starts to become extremely detrimental yeah and that can happen sort of under the surface like you don't even know that that's happening until you're like, oh my gosh, I got on to TikTok at four and it's now six and I've been stalking the same person's social media. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, wait, I don't look like that person. And I, I think I like what you mentioned about like what the world romanticizes and stuff, because I feel like that's huge. Like no matter what, I guess, category you're in, no matter what age group, no matter what gender, it doesn't matter. There are pressures and standards placed on every single human being. And I feel like there's certain physical things that are more glorified than others. Like, oh, if you're skinny, you're perfect. If you're heavier, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like people don't glorify that. And it's like, who decided that though? And like body hair on women in particular, like if you don't shave your armpits, if you don't shave your legs, that's not attractive. You need to shave your legs. 
even though we're all human beings and body hair is a biological thing. Well, yeah, exactly. Society and social media has a way of romanticizing certain things, which um, sadly enough makes you fall out of love with the things that you just may have a preference for. You know what I mean? Like you said, you you look in the mirror, you're like, well, I'm not as skinny as that person and all that. You know, I remember we used to watch... Um, America's Next Top Model together. <laughs> and um, just, just exposing myself here. That's our little guilty pleasure. <laughs> we watch America's Next Top Model together. And these like gorgeously like, and very, very skinny women would come on and they would be like, you're too fat. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> if she gets any skinnier, like her organs are going to like suffocate. <laughs> like, how does that make sense? Make it make sense. You know, it's it can get dangerous, like really, really dangerous, not just mentally, but physically, too. No, I completely agree. And it's like everybody's heard the message. Don't trust social media. You know, everything is not what you see. And there's even some tiktok accounts that i've seen that their entire account is dedicated to like the photoshopped version versus the real picture and it's this huge difference and yet i think without even realizing it like we jump on social media we see somebody we're like wow they're beautiful i don't look like that what did we just do we automatically trusted that's what this person looks like their teeth are totally that white their hair is that perfect their body is that slim you know all these things we completely believe that and we don't consider there's filters, there's Photoshop, people get surgeries, you know, and we just automatically trust social media. And I'm not trying to say that filters and Photoshop and getting surgeries and any of that is the problem because, you know, to each their own, if that's how you feel good, fine. But ultimately that's not the real version of you. Like everybody has body rolls. Everybody's skin has texture. Every person has stretch marks and hair. And yet we don't see that very much. There's like, you know, only a few people that really just kind of promote that realness. But I would say the vast majority of people just strive for perfection and push that image on others and make them think that that is possible, that that's achievable. Yeah. And it's so funny because I always see those like, you know, before Photoshop and after Photoshop. And don't get me wrong, after Photoshop is pretty. But I always look at the before Photoshop and I'm always like, they were gorgeous, like the way they were. You know what I mean? But this can lead into things like um, eating disorders and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we all have a story. We all have insecurities. We all have flaws. And so to think that you can be perfect or that somebody else is perfect is false. It's not true. It's not possible. Yeah, no. And um, kind of piggybacking like off what you said, it's it's true because I guarantee you look at somebody and you're like, wow, they're gorgeous. Like, I wish I had that and that and that. You know what I mean? Um, I guarantee that person is also looking at somebody else and going, wow, they're gorgeous. I wish I had that, that and that. You know what I mean? Um, it's mm-hmm. just, it's one person to the next, to the next, to the next. And then at the same time, while you're over here telling yourself, oh, I'm having such a bad hair day, I bet everyone can tell. I guarantee someone's looking at you and they're like, wow, she's like, she's really pretty today. Her hair looks really great. Wow, he looks amazing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I guarantee nobody notices it as much as you do. It literally took me such a long time to sort of like overcome societal standards. And I found that when I was trying to pursue it, I was much less happier than I am just being who I am and just being happy with that. You know what I mean? Um, I always look back at old photos and I'm always like, wow, I wish my hair still looked like that. Or wow, I wish I was that skinny. But then I kind of reflect and I was like, okay, I may look good in this photo, but was I happy? I was not. You know what I mean? 
I was like in the lowest place I could have been, you know? I completely agree. Like it's exhausting having to dissect yourself every single day. Like I remember this time in my life where I would not leave the house. Like I would literally not leave the house if I was breaking out too bad, if my clothes didn't look good, if my hair didn't look good. Like looking back at all the times where I couldn't even leave the house if I didn't look perfect, it's very unhealthy and it's very sad to think about because just like you're saying, you probably look a lot better than you think you do and you are your own worst critic. And so you can't really trust your, I guess, perception of yourself when you're feeling insecure or comparing yourself to other people because that's just not a realistic representation of what you are. Exactly. And it's it's like the thing is, you, you said it perfectly, like you are your own worst critic, but you really shouldn't be, you know, um, you should not be judging yourself to such a degree that you cannot function or you, you cannot love yourself, you know, um, because you end with yourself and you wake up in the morning with yourself. You are with you 24 seven. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be with somebody who is miserable, you know what I mean? Or constantly criticizing me. That's like a one way ticket to self-hatred. I want to wake up every morning with somebody who loves me. And that's me. I mentioned this on our last recording, and I think it's still good to say, um, loving yourself and overcoming societal standards is not going to be a linear or stagnant path. Um, it's not going to be just, oh, you get better, you're better. It's, you know, it, it's up and down. Every mm -hmm. day is different. But at the end of the day, you have to remind yourself to be gentle and kind with yourself because you are trying your best and that's good enough. Yeah, that's completely true. And I don't remember where I heard it, but it was something along the lines of if you were in your life as a friend, based on the way you talk to yourself, based on the way you critique yourself, is that the kind of friend that you would want around? Because what we may not realize is we are around our friends a lot. We're around our people a lot, but we're around ourselves the most. And the way that we talk to ourselves it's the voice we're going to listen to the most. I don't know why, but we all just think we're so credible. Like, if I see myself, if I think I'm having a bad hair day, that's it. I'm having a bad hair day, period. If this person is perfect, they're perfect. They don't have flaws because I don't see flaws, so they must not have flaws. And it's like, we're not that reliable. Like, we're just balls of emotion and we can't take our own word as a law, you know? And it's like, and vice versa, like, we can't take society's word as law and social media's standards as law because all of these things are just the way we are morphed manipulated translated and not not one thing you see is exactly what it is unless you are seeing it in front of your face and sometimes it's, even that isn't what you're seeing you know because we put on perceptions of ourselves and we've talked a lot about the exterior but we haven't really talked about who you are and like feeling the need to have a different personality. Like if you're naturally introverted, feeling this desire to be more bubbly because that's a better personality trait than being introverted is. And, you know, liking certain things better. Like it's better to be into sports than it is to be into books. It's better to be into this kind of fashion than it is to dress like this. And it's like, you know, all of these things are pressures. And then you also like really need to keep in mind that everyone has different standards, you know? Um, society is like everyone thinks that society standard is law the standard for perfection or what we think is perfection is so objective it's so different from a person-to-person -person basis because 
um, this feature that somebody else may love, other people may not love at all. Yeah. And that kind of goes along the lines of doing things or looking a certain way or whatever for the approval of others, because that you're exactly right. Not every person likes the same things. So if you think, well, everybody's going to love me if I do this, or if I act like this or look like this, you're wrong. Someone will always find a way to hate on you. And on a more positive note, someone will always find a way to love you and accept you. And so do what you do for you, because all I can say is from my experience, the constant chase of other people's approval and the constant need to be accepted by every single person, it's for one, it's impossible. And two, it's just horrible for your mental health. Like anxiety you feel when you leave the house and you're not feeling your best, the depression that you feel when you feel like people hate you and you're not good enough and you never will be. And it's like, it's just not worth it. You have to learn to love who you are. And as somebody who's starting a very small platform, you know, right now, I don't have thousands of listeners. I don't have thousands of followers, but I'm putting myself out there. And that is terrifying. And it's almost like you have to have this huge group of people. Sorry if you can hear the dogs in the back. <laughs> um, but it's like, if you don't have this huge group of people backing up the way that you look or dress or act or what you do, it's cringy. It's wrong. It's, it's not right. You should be doing something different. Yeah. And um, I want to, I'm going to kind of encapsulate this as a whole real quick, <laughs> but um, <laughs> there was a quote I heard that I really love to say, um, as far as the standards go, flowers are pretty, but so are Christmas lights. You know what I mean? They're two completely different mm -hmm. things and they're beautiful in their own respective rights. You know what I mean? And that can go for people as well. While one person may look one way and the other may look the other, they are both beautiful in their own respective lights and you may have a preference for one or the other and that's okay. You know, um, and then as, as far as overcoming society's standards, I agree. Like there was such a time where I was so obsessed with my image and trying to please the people around me, like my friends and families, you know what I mean? Um, and since just accepting myself, just being like, okay, I have what other people would consider not normal hobbies or interests, or I do things that other people would not consider normal. I look how other people would not consider the typical standard of beauty. You know what I mean? But I'm happier than I've ever been. Yeah. And it's, that's exactly what it is. You will be happy when you just start doing what you do for you. And like, I remember I just posted a couple of podcasts and I was talking to Aiden and I was telling him, what if I fall right on my face? Like, what if all of this ends up being for nothing? And he said, why would that matter? Do it for you. If you're not doing it for you and if you're doing it for other people, it's going to fall flat no matter what. Because even if you have a million people listening, you're going to want two million. If you're not doing it for yourself, it's never going to be enough. And that really stuck with me because I was like, wow, that's so true. And that goes into everything. Like we just, we have so much as people and diversity is beautiful and we're all different for a reason. We have different interests, personalities, looks, and there's a reason for that. And we need to embrace that and stop acting like every single person needs to be a certain way in order to be acceptable. And I don't think that social media really helps with that. But I think you can definitely use it to your advantage. Follow people that, you know, embrace others and surround yourself with people that build you up and make you feel good about yourself and can call you out when you're wrong. But 
ultimately don't tear you down and make you feel bad about the person that you are. Yeah, you should surround yourself with people who are positive and love you for you. And like you said, aren't afraid to tell you when you need to set something straight, but don't tear you down doing so, you know? And if you have the passion to create or you have the passion to do makeup or fashion or or cook or sports or, you know, anything like that, do it for you at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if you want to post it online and you get one like or you get a thousand. So what? That's 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 also something I struggled with for a while was like, what if I post my art online and I fall flat on my face? And then there was a point where I had to stop myself and I was like, do I really care if I fall flat on my face? Like, I just want to create art. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not here to please others. I'm here to make art and love doing it. And so that's kind of where I'm at. Just, you know, overcoming that that barrier of I, I need likes for it to be worth something, which is not true. I could literally draw a stick figure right now and that's still worth something. The point is I still did it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, how many people are really going to remember your entire life? I, I feel like this is not the person who said this, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think mother Teresa was the one who said that the thing that people remember, the thing that people were, <laughs> <laughs> the thing that people will remember the most about you is the way you made them feel so oh and that's the other thing too are you really living when you're not doing what you want to do like if you aren't putting yourself out there because you're scared of falling flat or you're scared of not being accepted and so you don't leave the house dressed a certain way and you don't post what it is that you want to post and you just aren't who you want to be deep down inside is that not falling flat Because you're just living life as if you're happy and satisfied when deep down you have this interest and this passion that you're not pursuing because you're afraid to fail. But it's like, are you really succeeding by not even trying? I've always wanted to do this kind of thing. I've always wanted to publish a book and put myself out there and be heard. But did I ever do it until now? No, because I was so scared of everybody else's opinions of me. And ultimately, I'm so much more disappointed that I cared that much than I am that I never won everybody's approval. It's so true. You have to just, it doesn't matter if you only have one like per post. I mean, you, that's still somebody who likes your work. You know what I mean? And, or who likes what you do. The lumberjack may not remember cutting down the tree, but the tree does remember dying. You know what I mean? That Those feelings stick with people. And so it's good at the end of the day, just to be kind, do what you love, what makes you passionate and just Surround yourself with people who love you and people who will support you no matter what, you know? Dude, I don't know how you struggle in life if you have, like, this tool belt of, like, amazing (laughs) quotes. I don't know, Shorty. I just go online and then I hear them and I'm like, wow, that sounds amazing. And then it just, like, bookmarks in my brain. Um. But I think that about wraps up our conversation. I hope that you got the general idea of our message. And it's just to be yourself and stop trying to please everybody and stop trying to live up to these standards that were set by people that couldn't even meet those standards themselves. Um, Okay, well, that was deep. That was a good quote just now. (laughs) Look at me. Okay, anyway. I will be bookmarking that one. Um. Anyways, thank you for joining me, sister. Um, Is there any parting message? Um, I know it can be really hard to, you know, it's easier said than done, though, like overcoming society and its standards or what people expect of you. Um, And so my best advice is just, if you are a critic to yourself, I advise just starting with going home and when you're about to go to sleep or lay down, 
just tell yourself five things you're proud of that you did of yourself for the day. You know, just be sure to congratulate yourself for them. And that can help you on a better path of self-love. Exactly. And surround yourself with people that are positive to you. You know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Even if you're rejected at first, it's always the people that were rejected that made the biggest difference. I mean, look at, you know, for, from a Christian's perspective, look at Jesus. Like he was the most hated at, during his time. And it's just like, you know, there's so many people that jumped out and did something huge and nobody at that time appreciated it. But then years later, everybody did or everybody embraced it. And then there's people now that are putting themselves out there and they're totally successful. And, you know, we may all strive to be that person, but at the end of the day, you are who you are. You're where you're at for a reason. And just learn to appreciate that. Learn to appreciate every phase of life and stop being so hard on yourself and so hard on people around you because you don't know what insecurities people are struggling with. And just like your lumberjack quote about the tree remembers dying, like your words to other people affect them. And it's just be careful. We just need to love on each other and we need to love on ourselves. Um, But anyway, I guess that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, Next week is the last episode of my self-love series. And so I'm just going to be talking about just kind of summing up what I talked about, kind of giving tips on how to stay on track. This is a lot of information. So I'm just going to kind of try and compile it into one episode um, as best as I can. But anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I will see you next week. Bye.